Hi everyone, welcome to our Wednesday night time together. We've been doing a series on testimonies from people in our church, and tonight we have a, a real good one. It's come from Mary Russell, and she's been sharing how the Lord has worked in her life over these many years. And what I love about Mary's testimony tonight that you're going to hear in just a few moments is she's seen uh, the ups and downs of Everett Hills and all the good things that came out of this church because she's been here for a while. Listen to her testimony. You'll pick up on a few things. Two things I want to highlight specifically. Number one, she talks about how the church has meant so much to her and it's been extended family to her, giving her encouragement and joy all through these years. Number two, she found a ministry as a believer that brings her joy as well. All of us as believers should have a church family that brings us joy, but also we should have a ministry that also gets us plugged into God's kingdom work because we all have something to give. I want to reference, though, this idea of being together and assembling stuff together. There's community in body life when people come together to love on each other, to encourage one another, to keep each other accountable. In Hebrews chapter uh, uh, 10, verses 24, down to a few more verses, it says, And let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our assembly together as in the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So in this passage of Scripture, we find that the writer of Hebrews basically says, listen, one way that you grow in your Christian faith is that you continually be together with other believers, that you walk alongside of them, you encourage one another, you stimulate them to love, you also hold them accountable as far as just you know saying, hey, Jesus Christ is worthy to be worshipped and praised and the Bible is worthy to be read. And so listen to Mary Russell's uh, testimony. You'll really enjoy it. I'll see you in just a few minutes to talk about some more prayer requests. God bless you. Mary, it's good to have you today. Thank you for being here. I'm really excited about hearing your personal testimony of faith, and so let's just get right into it. How did you become a believer? And and we'll start there. I was saved when I was 12 years old at uh, a little country church in Sevierville. Uh, we have, were having a two-week revival. The first week, they didn't give you an opportunity to accept Christ, but on, sa on Saturday night, they asked if anyone was Needed, felt like that they needed to uh, accept Christ. My hand shot up. I couldn't hold it down. Mm. And then on Sunday night, I was saved. Mm. Uh, I had an aunt who uh, witnessed to me in the on the mourners bench we had at that time, and uh, I accepted Christ as my Savior. I was baptized at a creek, and uh, which was it was cold at that time. It was in September when I was saved, and. Uh, it's a lot of my friends were baptized at the same time. Mm. You know, uh, that's an incredible story about how to come to faith. I know as a believer, uh, not only that moment we come to faith means a lot to us, but really for us, it's how God has been with us since the day we came to faith in Christ. So just for a moment, can you share a little bit about how the Lord's been working in your life over these years and how you've been excited to be his follower? The most exciting part of my Christian experience is working with the kids. I have I started teaching a group of girls when I was when I graduated from high school, mm -hmm. and uh, one of them is now pastor's wife, and uh, it it's so great to see these kids, especially when they come back to church. They always look me up, and they say, "Well, no, you be there because you've always were there." And they even, some of them, 
captain uh, would say to me, he said, you never miss a Sunday. And I didn't. I grew up with mother and daddy coming to church every Sunday, and I didn't know anything else to do. Uh, it's uh, I've made 15 years one time without missing a Sunday. And uh, it, church has been my life. I don't know what I would do without Everett Hills Baptist Church. Mm. It's so true about how the Lord helps us and gives us ministry opportunities. And for you, as working with children and kids. And uh, I know that I'm so thankful. A lot of people listening to this tonight will be grateful how you've been working with their children as well. Especially that group 567 right now, the middle school group. Thank you, Miss Mary, for what you're doing there. Can you tell me maybe another time in your life where you really found that uh, the Lord got you through a rough time in your life? You're just having him there as uh, someone to turn to, to call upon, and to pray to. Went through a rough time in the year 2000, especially because I lost both of my parents within uh, five, uh, within uh, six months of each other. Mm-hmm. And I was an only child, and uh, but then I lost David uh, 11 years ago, my husband. But the Lord has brought me through. The church has brought me through. Mm. If I hadn't had my church, I don't know what I would have done. Mm. Because uh, I had parents who were here every Sunday. And I grew up that way. That's all I knew. Mm. And uh, But God gave me a great husband who was a deacon in the church. And... It's, it's it's just been my life. Mary, you're one of the folks here I know have seen Everett Hills uh, throughout the years. If you if you had to ask someone in the church, you know, tell me about the history of Everett Hills, you'd be a person that could do that. Um, so in your heart, uh, you know, Everett Hills has been a, a wonderful blessing, not only just to yourself, but to the community. You've seen the ebb and flows of, of life here. Um, I just wanted to get your heart beat on this as a, as a uh, fellow believer. You know, you said church meant a lot to you. And I think you, you hit on something that it's not just a place that we uh, come together to worship the Lord, but it's a place where we come together to celebrate Him, but also have a community of believers around you. So uh, you, you mentioned it, but would you go through kind of a little bit about how, even your teenage years up to now, how different people in the church has made a difference in your life and, and who they were, maybe? There's still a few that uh, Mildred Kirby was one of my Sunday school teachers. Uh, there's a lot that have passed on, but I had some great teachers and some great leaders. We had some great pastors. I was always close to my pastor and his families. And these people just mean a lot to me even today because even most of the pastors have passed away. We've had 12 pastors in our church and I've been here for 10 of them. And uh, it's just, it's just my life. Hmm. I've had no children and, I, and the church children were my children. I've worked in Bible drill, had some great kids there and enjoyed that so much besides teaching in the Sunday school class. Mm. Would you uh, train any, I think a lot of people says, you know, they try to segment their lives from, you know, outside of of church and then inside church. But I've learned that if a believer, if we take the approach that uh, the church is really a, a key part of bringing us joy 
and that you know it's not just somewhere we come to show up for an hour each week but it's a place we come to invest to get to know people and we work together to change uh, our world for the cause of Christ you said you had a lot of teachers helping you along the way you have a specific teacher that could be passed away that really meant a lot to you that helped you grow in your Christian faith back in the day here at Everett Hills I can't remember a lot of a lot of them who uh, I, I was not a uh, just a Sunday morning person. Mm -hmm. I was always here on Sunday night, Wednesday night, anytime we had any kind of a meeting. And uh, we had a great group of young people when I was a young person. Mm -hmm. And we had a great Sunday night services. We had leaders, uh, a curly man and his wife who, who ministered to us. They took us out after church every Sunday night. And People like that meant so much. Uh, we had, I could start naming a lot of people, you know, that there was a, a Patterson family that was just real close to me. And uh, just just being here was was so great. I think of my own life and how God shaped me in my journey. I was at First Baptist Friendsville, and a lot of those folks that really meant a lot to me were some of the leaders or, or even uh, some that are wise in years. Miss Lenny Rose used to come and tell me she loved me every Sunday morning. Uh, just people you know, hugging you, saying, you know, I believe in you. It makes a big difference in your life. And true, and you said like yours was a cumulative effect of little touches along the way of different people touching your life. And so I realized that if the people of our church realized that at one moment of time, maybe one word that's spoken, one event that they go out and show love towards somebody through or take someone out to pizza. You don't know how that cumulative effect helps uh, people be able to be able to really grow in their faith in Christ. And so thank you for that testimony of how, how the church has been so uh, vital to you in your life. I, I, guess, went, I went with Mother all the time to her class meetings that they had back in those days. And uh, those people were so sweet to me. Those, her fellow just like Helen Peterson, who we lost last year or before last, was 102 years old, and she always talked to me about, mm -hmm. even after she went to the nursing home. Mm -hmm. She said this, she had forgotten a lot, but she knew that I had been, you know, over there. And there was just, uh, Dolores Renfro's mother uh, was a great influence. Mm -hmm. There's just so many those people they knew that I was the only child and they and they took me under their wing amen amen well last question Mary um, if you had to give one piece of advice to anybody about uh, your Lord Jesus Christ or how to walk in the Christian faith and and how the Lord has taught you something through the years I always ask this you know, through your journey as a being a believer what is one lesson that the Lord has taught you that you would like to share with other people about uh, life. Be active in church. Hmm. Don't let excuses keep you from church. I come a lot of Sundays when I don't feel great, but seem like I feel better on Sunday than other, any other day. And this this means a lot. I'm able to be there. And uh, I hope that I have been dependable enough that people could call on me when, when they need a, an extra to, to teach the class and everything. Mm -hmm. 
I've worked with some great people, and uh, it's Dot Ned Compton were my standbys for years. I taught me and Dot talked together for years, and just uh, Dot McCroskey talked with her for years. Just great people. That's mm -hmm. what I was associated with. Amen. Thank you, Mary, for your time. Thank you for helping us hear more about your heart and how God's worked in your life. I love you as your pastor. You're a blessing to me. God bless you. Thanks again. Thank you for allowing me to. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. It was a blessing for me to actually interview Mary Russell today and hear some about the history, the names that she threw out there who was a great influence on her life. I think it should bless all of us. And so I encourage you to take the words of Mary to heart. She said the one main thing she learned growing up in her life with Christ is that be in church and be around church goers. And I think that's a great word for all of us as well. Speaking of other people in our church that needs our prayers, Jack Rumpro had a heart cath this week uh, to see if there's anything he needed to have done. It looked like it was clear, so we're thankful for the Lord about that. We also need to pray for Twyla Regal. Uh, she is hurting this week. She's had the issue with her back that's been bothering her. It's got worse, and so we need to pray for Twyla Regal. Pray for all our shut-ins that are in the nursing homes and other places. Uh, just to come to my mind, Ivalu Frazier is one of those folks, Anita White, that we need to pray for. Pray for Jane Greer as she continues to have some issues health-wise. There's so many more people to pray for, especially like Delight and R.M. Everett. But I want to just encourage you, we are a body of faith working together for the cause of Christ. Also, some incredible things have been happening at church this week as well. Our retaining wall is beginning to be fixed this week, and so they're working on it right now. Uh, the last few days and right now as I'm speaking to you right now shooting this video they're outside working on it also and so we're looking forward to having that done and completed and then moving on to trying to paint our church and sell up the cracks in our church and get the rust off the the metal and be able to seal our, seal our stucco up as well so be in prayer how you might want to be able to give to that project as a church family right now let's just take a moment to pray for one another Heavenly Father, we're thankful that you are a living God, that you watch over us, that you've been working in our church family here. Father, as I'm thinking about all the people that Mary talked about, the ones I've met and the ones I've not met, I'm so thankful that you laid a foundation here at Everett Hills Baptist Church. Father, I'm also thankful that we can pray for one another. I do lift up the ones I've just mentioned, all those from our shut-ins, the ones that are at home sick with some kind of illness, dear Lord, and I just pray for your healing touch and your comfort to just draw close to them. Father, I also pray that we as a church, dear Lord, continue to look into how we can share your good news to the world around us. And that, Father, that we are grateful and thankful how you've already been using us together as a corporate body of believers to make a difference in this community. And I pray, Father, that you continue to give us ways to do that. Father, we're thankful for the things that have been repaired the last year and a half, the, the windows that are in, the roof that are, that's been repaired, the retaining wall that's being repaired right now as we speak. And, Father, all the other things to prepare us for many more years to come here at Everett Hills. Thank you for being with us and guiding us. We ask you, dear Lord, to continue to let us be bold in our proclamation of your truth to the world. In Jesus' name, amen.